We did it, Manda. We finally made it to, we are here. We finally made it to another video game podcast. How are you? So much better now. Yeah. Like legitimately, I'm so much better now. We have been nice to on Discord. I know it has been far too long. I'm going to, it's that whole going on vacation on my birthday thing. Peace and out. Um, That's okay. Uh, I, yeah, I, I'm not, I wasn't going to, I, I realized I was going to say maybe I should stop that. And the reality is, no, of course I'm not going to stop that. Um, no, uh, I would be I so s- upset if you stopped that. I spent, uh, that is absolutely not our go live message stream elements. Go home. You're drunk. Um, because, uh, we are, it is not world of Warcraft extra life 2021 time. That was Saturday. Um, mm-hmm. and I would like to say, uh, I guess we can start the housekeeping. It was a resounding success. Um, I am happy to announce that Engaged Family Gaming raised $845 Ooh, for Connecticut Children's Medical Center. Thank you very much. Um, we had two sites streaming. One, Miranda, our uh, Discord moderator extraordinaire, was streaming Knights of the Old Republic, the OG for 22 hours. I think she almost made it. I think she needed to take a nap in the middle, but she made 22 hours. Listen, that's wonderful. Take, take all the time you need. Um, you're streaming an old game. Um, but she wanted to, she knew the remake was coming. She knew some stuff was going on. So she was like, you know what? I'm never going to have an opportunity to really just wreck half of this game in one day, which is facts. So she just wrecked half of that game. Um, and myself and my oldest son have started what will now be an extra life tradition because it was absolutely wild. Uh, he and I uh, played World of Warcraft. We started level one mm-hmm. characters and we raced. In the end, I won, but I think it was on a technicality because his computer broke. <laughs> Turns out computer no likey <laughs> streaming World of Warcraft for 10 hours straight. Um, well. Who knew... That if you tell people that they can spend money, uh, donate money to charity in order to torture myself and my son, that they will do it quite they do. a bit. People enjoy pain. They enjoy f- inflicting pain um, during charity streams. Can confirm. And, yeah, can confirm. So it was, um, and it turned out to be, people were being very creative. They were timing their donations specifically just to torment me. I just wanted to get on the blimp to go back to Orgrimmar and they made me miss it twice because they kept donating $5 to make me have to go die of fall damage. And it was hilarious. And obviously I sold the bit by pretending to be super duper mad. I wasn't in any way really frustrated that I just wanted to go to Orgrimmar. Um, and, but no, it was absolutely great. Uh, we raised a lot of money. Um, Evan and I are both going to dunk buckets of water on ourselves this weekend. At the next oh. EFG micro sprint, because that was the that was the competition. The competition was the loser was gonna get a bucket of cold water dumped on their head. Um, and uh, I don't feel comfortable telling him that he lost because of his computer. So I'm well, going to fair. I'm gonna be mad. I am going to declare it a tie, and um, which I think is. Uh, quite generous. I think that's reasonable. Um, and we're both going to take one. But next time, all cutthroat. We learned some valuable lessons on what things should be allowed. Uh, and what things should not. Um, 
Thank you to the new. Oh, oh, thank you for the host, man. You welcome. Um, I was like, "What is that sound?" Oh, that's that sound. So, thank you very much. So, yeah, okay. extra life was great. Um, you I'm popped so in glad. for a little while. I know you were very busy I working did. all day. Um, I was on, on a number of projects that are redacted slash redacted and hashtag triple redacted. Yeah. Um, but and also we, holiday shopping because Hanukkah's at the end of the month, so I'm scrambling. Yo, it's early this year, right? Is yo, it, it's so I, early this year. It's so early. It's on the 28th. So that's like I'm right after Thanksgiving, isn't my it? My noodle. Yeah, it's not great. I don't love it. But you know what? I am You're gonna do what powering you through. Eight crazy nights. You got to do it. You got to prep yeah, for it. Yeah, and on the, the 27th house... is Vivi's birthday party. So, hmm. well, yeah, you um, know, it's so, nothing. So we'll talk. So we'll we'll check with you at the end and maybe This will have... be me. <laughs> Will you make it through until the premiere of Wheel of Time on Amazon? Who knows? I, Only I hope time so. will tell. I hope so. Really, that's just that, that's my passage of time thing now. Now that I've seen that's the Eternals, um, yeah, now I, I can wait. Into, yeah, now I can wait. Into, yeah, we'll talk about it off air. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, the, probably uh, And I think uh, I think that Wheel of Time is before Spider Man. Well, I mean, Hawkeye is before Spider-Man, so we'll definitely be yeah. able to do that. Uh, but this is not fantasy and superhero movie podcast. This is it the is Engaged not. Family Gaming Podcast. Specifically, Amanda is here, everybody. So you know what that means? That means it's video game week. Um, yep. Because you are the expert, the preeminent expert on Earth on video games. Um, and, That's very generous. Um, well, I can, I'm the host. I can say whatever I want. And, it, and as long as it's nice... I can never be accused of libel or slander. That's the that's also the thing true. I learned. As long as I'm just complimenting people and I'm not like, you know, and it's and it's purely subjective, um, I can view you as the preeminent expert on video games and no one can. You know what? Me. You're absolutely right. Um, hashtag finding the ways to give compliments through legal leap loopholes. That's a long um a hashtag. hashtag, bud. It's not optimized. It's not optimized. Um, you have to work on that SEO. Yeah, I will. Um, I'm gonna have to plug that into SEMrush and see what happens. All right, so um, that was a that's a that was good. That was a deep SEO cut right there. Cut us nerds. All right, so um, this week's topic is the is the gift guide. Uh, We talked about the board game gift guide uh, on the last podcast I did. It was me and Linda. We went over the stuff that she added to the list, um, and it was great. Um, And now we're gonna go over the video games because. I think we, uh, having been on both of these shows and prepped for both of these shows, I can say video games, I feel like we have a bit of an advantage this year in the video game gift guide area in that just about everything can be digital and um, digital games can't be stuck on boats outside of LA. Uh, That's correct. I mean, at least not as of right now. I mean, we could find a way to screw that up as a society. That's not. But right now, digital games can't get stuck on a boat outside of LA. No, it can only get stuck with bandwidth. Yeah, exactly. Plan accordingly. Yeah, we'll deal with that. Oh, of course. We will deal with that soon because I'm sure that that will also be – it's downstream stuff, uh, right? But we'll talk about that as we get closer. Uh, But first, I want to go around the horn because you and me – have both played some games. Mm-hmm. Um, and specifically, 
I watched you stream a game on Friday that we have. Which I might got. do again on Friday. I hope so. Um, it's fun. I uh, loved every second of it, and I think you did too. Tell me about your time so far with Forza Horizons Five. Is this where I yell? Because I feel I mean, like I could just warn me, and I'll turn you down a little bit. No, it's okay. I'm not actually going to yell. But I will say... They yell in your heart. I'm going to scream inside my heart okay. currently. That's what I'm doing. And that says a translation for, holy crap, Forza Horizon 5 is unbelievably beautiful, incredible. It's better than 4. It has better accessibility options. It is so much better in every imaginable way. It just is. And what's awesome about that is that four was also fana- fantastic. So it this is just so this is not like Assassin's Creed over Assassin's Creed one, where like one had like the bones, and we were like, this is game is gonna be good, but it sucks right now. No, this yeah. is this game is great. And then it they basically fantastic. just went into the afterburners. They hit the nos, as it were. They hit the like nos. In the Fast and Furious, like in a Fast and Furious movie. Um, That's right. They hit the nos, and so, away they went. I so it's set in Mexico. It is. Which by default adds to the uh diversity and inclusion. Like there's just all the people are, you know, like they, they did a really good job ever I mean in this yeah. the, the biomes. I only saw you go through a few of them. I was in and out of the stream. That's under, but, that's understandable. I was streaming for three and a half hours, so yeah. I mean like I get it. Uh, I will say uh I was on uh five percent on Twitch the whole time, but I was up and about. Um, That's understandable. So I got to stretch the hips. Otherwise, I will never get up. So, uh, but I... reaction to it was he had to turn me off because I got too loud and Yo, yelly. There was, a, there was a few things. When the plane flew over your head in like the opening thing and you were like, oh my God, I was like, this is, a, this is like a moment. I felt like I was sharing that moment with you. Um, it was pretty so, amazing. You all right? So, um, you said that it was better in every way. Yes. Um, but you specifically called out the accessibility options, which was something that I know yes. you did in the beginning. Maybe it was in the times of flat circle. At some point during your stream, you talked about. I did. It, it was at the very beginning because when okay, you launch good. into Forza Horizon Five, you are launched into the accessibility settings. You okay. can't get around it. That explains. You just get right into it. Okay. And the great thing about that, that that new trend that Mm -hmm. I think that Ubisoft really, really, you know, nailed home, especially with Assassin's Creed um, Valhalla, was having the accessibility options up front, making sure that no one is going to be going to be thrown into a game without being able to set up their options, set up how they want Mm -hmm. to play the game, set up how they're able to play the game and go. And the fact that Microsoft made that a very prominent option speaks to their strategy about gaming being for everyone. And it was yeah. it was really magical to just like drop in and be like, I can like set all these colorblindness options. There's like three different colorblindness options. There was, you know, reading all the text, getting mm-hmm. um, speech to text. It was just it was so, so cool. The whole thing was just really excellent to just set up and then jump right into. And it was exciting. Yeah. Right off the bat, it was super exciting. Like you were being dropped off planes. You were, you know, like rolling around in these different biomes in the desert and the jungle right yeah. on the streets. 
So it was it was awesome. It was just one of the most exciting ways to start a game, especially a racing game. Yeah, you know it. It, it really was. I I mean, it really had no ramp up. You really just hit, you hit start, no, and was it was zero, zero to sixty. It was zero to hundred. It was crazy. Yeah, and it was amazing. I, so I actually haven't had an opportunity to put my hands on this game yet, uh, largely because it is included in Game Pass, and so it actually came yeah. out uh, t- uh, yesterday. I paid a little money early so I could get well, it early. Well, I mean, that's I mean, listen, the uh, it was not super well communicated compared to other things. No, no, um, it really wasn't because I we was didn't find that we out could do that. I didn't, yeah, exactly. I didn't find out that it was only $50, and really it was only $50 to pre-order the DLC to, yeah, to, to get, get the like, early the unlock. I didn't know that until it was too late. And so, really, when we found out, it was like Monday afternoon, and I was like, listen, we're not going to do it just for that. Um, I, so I felt, I felt kind of bad. I thought it was just that you had to get the digital deluxe edition, because that's how it was with Gears of War, yeah. um, when they did that back then. So... I mean, in the, in the end, uh, this is my oldest son's game. This is he, this was his most anticipated game of the year. Um, there was no way I was going to be like, nope, you got to let me play first. Like, I'm not going to do that. And he absolutely, like yesterday, from the second he got from, home from school and confirmed that his homework was done, he went... that's a must. Because that is important. Um, he went absolutely crazy with that game and played it um, and... He, he did a whole lot of driving. My wife and I went grocery shopping. He came back. He had learned, earned a bunch of new cars. And then he proceeded to spend, um, uh, he spent like, I think it was an hour and a half customizing one of his cars. Whoa, I didn't even do that. Um, I haven't customized like any of my cars. Well, he, I thought he was just going to be trolling at first because his, because um, his custom license plate is Fortnite. Um, which is funny because he doesn't play Fortnite, but he's... I was about to say, I'm like, you're not a Fortnite guy. He's, he is not. He is not, but he thinks it's funny. And so I was like, oh, so he's just going to troll it and it's going to be like, you know, neon purple and, you know, whatever. And no, he spent a bunch of time getting the perfect navy blue to match the uh, Among Us crewmates that he put on like this neat little pattern on the side. And he made Stop. a uh, he made a, a, a stripe up the top of the car that is just the word supreme over and over again. Um, and I'm not gonna lie, like it looks really cool. Like it looks like he like, did it was, look amazing. Uh, yeah, it looks like the, his effort was worth it. Um, and I thought that was, and he also oh, was very rad. careful about what car he chose to have that design because this is like his his primary vehicle. So sure. <laughs> Excuse me. So it was just watching that process was amazing. My plan is this weekend. Um, I have a content sprint on Saturday. Um, so that's obviously going to take a bit. But after that, uh, I am going to take some time to, you know, get behind the wheel on this one. We are probably getting him a wheel so that he oh, can man, that's the have best. a steering wheel. Um, I need a wheel. I mean, that's like on my list. Yeah, we're, we are. That is what I believe is what is happening at some point this weekend. He wants a wheel. He's very excited about it. He wants to stream it. We're going to try and see if we can figure it out. 
Um, I love that for him. I'm going to, I'm just going to make sure that it plays on my computer well enough. Um, but if it doesn't, That's then fair. we have the Xbox series X too. I mean, we did spend the money. So, but it is, I mean, every frame of animation was gorgeous. Every jump off, like, he kept jumping off of stuff. Cause obviously like if he sees something that he can jump off of, he, he's going to jump like, off. Of you're going to go jump off of it. And that's just he, necessity right there. And because the way that they designed the levels, and this is just like an extra thing, I guess, but like the way they designed the levels is every time you go off like these obvious, like jump off this things, it gives you like this beautiful view of oh, yeah. the area around you. It's almost like, and I'm, I, I'm not going to use these. Um, I, I don't want this to be cliche, but it felt the the level design felt very similar to like Breath of the Wild or, you know, in that. Because these cars don't break, actually, so it's not very legendary. No, I was about to say. Uh, no, but what I mean is every time you like jump off of something, you see something else that's very cool. Like it's a huge map and there's a lot of like official things to do on the map, right? Yeah. You know, there's lots of races and lots of events. But it's like I you go off one jump and then there's like, no, check it out. There's like these things that you can drive between or like just a cool scene, like piece of scenery or whatever. And you know that there could be a garage hidden somewhere with a car there. So like it encourages exactly. you to explore. It's like a weird like open world RPG uh, where you can drive a Ford Bronco. So it's like really – so I – every time I turned left because I was sitting here – doing stuff every time i turned left to the computer over there or to the tv over there i saw something new and amazing so um that's bad spoiler alert forza horizon 5 is going to appear on our xbox gift guide i think this is one of those games that i think this is one of those games um i'm just gonna say it i think this is one of those games that everybody needs to play um whether you like Uh, cars or not i think this is um it will easily find its way onto our efg essentials list and evan was Evan was telling me that I need to start playing this more because he thinks that it should be in contention for the Engage Family Gaming Game of the Year. He thinks that it is better than everything else Aww. that has come out so far, and it's not close. And I – obviously, I haven't played yet, so I don't know. But you know what? I mean, it's it's race cars or, like, ladies with spirit bow and arrows is, like it, – it feels like – it feels like it's those two and – those are some you know, options, man. I mean, it's not exactly Horizon, Mario Odyssey, Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, but you know what? It's really good. Like, if those are our choices, we're not really missing out on much, I don't think. Um, in a year where there were supposed to be no video games. Remember last year? Like, nothing's coming out this year because we don't oh, know. Oh, yeah, because we got a ton of we had a ton of games last year, but yeah. because of COVID, everything got delayed. Yeah, and, and so in the year that was supposed to be sparse, we, you and I remember, you and I were texting at the beginning of the year or toward the end of last year, like, man, this year could be rough. And it turns out, no, nah, it was fine. Because no. <laughs> you know what? We'll, okay. just, we'll just play with some race cars. Uh, speaking of cars, um, I want to talk about a game that involves cars that turn into robots. Okay. Professional segue? I, I think so. That's good. Um, That's I want to talk about an Apple Arcade game. Ooh, uh, you know called, my feelings about Apple Arcade. Um, yeah, called uh, yes, Apple Arcade. Uh, quietly becoming 
two things. One, I think it is quietly following behind Xbox Game Pass in its insane value. And number mm-hmm. two, and this is, I'm not taking credit for this original thought. This is from, uh, I heard someone say this and I agree with him. This is Justin Davis. He's from GameScoop. He works at IGN. He explicitly said, um, and I agree with him a thousand percent, that quietly Apple Arcade is like redeeming and repairing the reputation of mobile games. Because what it's doing is it's taking mobile games that by their nature had to be free to play. Mm-hmm. Right? And so as a result, yeah. they were full of monetization and energy and like all sorts of like those compulsion loops that like got kind of icky or had the or at the very least had the potential to be icky. Right? Sure. Um, uh, and strip all that out. And so instead you're you're replaced with just a freaking video game. Um and so there are gotcha games and they what that what we've seen what I started to see is every couple of weeks they'll put out a it's a classic game from that was just a free to play nonsense and now it's just that plus and it's just they re-release it without any of the monetization stuff and it fundamentally changes some of these games. Um and right. so um the so shout out to Justin Davis. He doesn't listen to this, but whatever. Uh, that was his thought. I don't want to steal his thunder. But Transformers Tactical Arena is legitimately Clash Royale, which is uh, it's just Clash Royale, a two lane card based MOBA set in the Clash of Clans universe, um, but with Transformers in it. And I would like to s- declare that there is no genre of game, not a single one. That is not made better in my eyes by putting Transformers in it. I would play a Transformers dating sim. Um, I'm sure that's in development now. Um, it's just not going to be Transformers. They're going to be like off-brand. But someone is making that right now. I play a racing mm-hmm. game. I play a fighting game. And I would definitely play a MOBA um, on my phone. It is so satisfying and cool. And I have to play for a lot to unlock Jazz. So they knew they trapped oh. me. Um, but it's awesome. Like, it's a lot of fun. I mean, I'm playing it every day. And what what I like about it is I am not being asked to spend money. What they want me to do is play. Right. Um, and there's no limit to the amount that I play. So a lot of my rewards are just by playing the game. Um, and I am super okay with that. Because I can, you know, they're like play every day. Play one. There are daily challenges, weekly challenges. You know how that goes. And sure. Those are great when the game doesn't lim- when it doesn't charge you money to play a game. Like Clash Royale did in the beginning, you had to pay like a certain amount in order to be able to play. You couldn't just spam forever. Um and now with this you can. And so you have a bad match, it's not a big deal. You're not flushing quarters down. So um it's Transformers Tactical Arena. If you don't have Apple Arcade, you can't play it. However, I think if you have an i an iPhone or an iPad, I think mm-hmm. Uh, Apple Arcade is absolutely worth the five bucks a oh, month. Oh, hundred percent. Um, and if There's and so frankly, much good stuff for anybody that's getting a new iPad or a new iPhone for the holidays this year, because I know there are a lot of folks that upgrade their phones or get their kids tablets. A lot of them come with months of Apple TV and Apple Arcade kind of packaged in. Number one, take that Apple Apple TV and watch Ted Lasso, hundred percent. But also, yes. Take advantage of the the. Since um, I was Ted Lasso. For I know you were. You were Ted Lasso for Halloween. I loved every second of it. I just wish that I could have been. Um, I I just wish that I could have been involved, but I'm too far away. Um, next well, time. Well, you know what? We'll just yeah, exactly. 
Next time we'll coordinate we will, costumes from afar next time. We will uh, do this and we'll just all have to stream together and it'll be great. Um Gato Logic saying that he has considered it heavily. Um if you're thinking about getting an iPad or something for the holidays, listen, they're not bad. They're great devices. Um, and, they are. And from a gaming perspective, there are a lot of really great games on Apple Arcade, and you can sync a controller up to this thing. And if you put your phone or if you put the, you know, your iPad up on like a kickstand or something, uh, it's it, it's it it it's really good. It's <laughs> sync legit. a controller to it. Uh, you can play Symphony. Of, how about this? Fun fact: you can play Symphony of the Night better on Apple Arcade than on any console right now. You know, I've been considering that because I have not made it through a single Castlevania game in my life. I didn't have um, a Game Boy Advance either. So. Oh, so you missed out on a lot of those. Um, yeah. But I, my first handheld console was a PlayStation Portable. Wow. Hey, yeah. listen, you know what? I'm going to... I was full broke, truth. man. I was listen, broke. I didn't have money for that. I get it. Handheld game, handheld gaming, really, I, I had a Game Boy. That was a luxury unto itself. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Handheld gaming is, like, the advantage of being able to put something up on the TV and, you know, have, you know, siblings playing together. Yeah, exactly. That's how Steven <laughs> like, and I grew up. That's that's how you cheat. That's how you cheat, because the, the home console is a gift no, for that's everybody. That's how I win. Yeah, Oh, oh, all right. That's fair. That's fair. I get it. That's how we. That's how we game the system, because it's yeah. because it's the gift for everybody. You know, you can put that mm. under the tree or whatever, and it's the gift for the whole family. Whereas exactly. a Game Boy or Game Boy Advance, that is not. Me. That is just for one person, so it's tough. Um, I the first. So my mom, my mother gave me a Game Boy. She gave us Game Boys. I know this is off topic, but who cares? People love ta- tangents. No, we're, that's okay. My, my mother gave here. my my mother and father gave my brother and I Game Boys with Tetris and the and the cable. And it was a very big deal that we that we both got those things. Oh yeah, I still have that Game Boy downstairs. It doesn't work, but I'm sure I can repair it. Um, oh, I'm sure I bet. it was just a battery thing. Those things are built. I mean, there's one that was blown up and it still works. Um, yes, but that's I did not. Store. Yeah. And I've seen it. I love every minute of seeing the history of that. But the um, the next handheld Nintendo system that I had uh, mm-hmm. was a DS. Yeah, I love um, my DS. And my mother bought it for me because Aww. it was on a Mega Black Friday sale um, at Wal- you know, at Walmart. I they love had, that. Yeah, and so she bought me my Game Boy and then she bought me uh, my DS. And it was at a time where... I really should not have, like, it was, we were, money was tight. Everything was crazy. Thank God all Evan wanted was a Nerf gun. Thank <laughs> God all he wanted was a Nerf gun. And one of the six-shooter ones, too. So it was only like $9. Thank God. Um, but then my parents <laughs> came in and saved Christmas for everybody, because as, as many can as many try to do. And uh, they gave me a, my silver DS, which I will treasure forever, because I got it as an adult. I'm not going to lie, I cried. I didn't freak out like the little kid did, you know, the, with the Super Nintendo, like, oh, my God. Oh, sure. But I definitely cried. Um, yeah, I, I loved my DS. Like, I really yeah. did. It was um, Got it was a logic saying it's games. Yeah. It was a top tier. It is a top tier system. And I've had the DS, the DSi, the DS Lite, the 3DS, the new 3DS, and all the XLs along the way. Yep. 
But it was like, I went once I got my first handheld Nintendo system was definitely the Nintendo DS. And it was, it was an incredible little system and it could just go. I don't think I have it anymore uh, because I traded it in so I could get the, you know, the next version. Because that's yeah. how I did things back then is, you know, we, we traded everything in because that's all we could do. It's how we ended up being able to afford new games yeah. overall. So, yeah. Absolutely. That's how I've started to manage some of the crazy stuff recently. Obviously not like that anymore. Well, but you are in a different situation with yes. uh, multiple income streams and also multiple people who give a damn. Because that's another thing. Like if you were the only person who liked games in your house, first off. That, that would not would be I, what it is. First off, it wouldn't be that way because, you know, like th those are not just yours or just Mike's. Those are kind of everybody. Those so, are everybody's. Yeah. Exactly. Families. Exactly. So it's so it's a little different. So um, so those are our around the horns for this week. We're going to have more to talk yeah. about soon because I know you played that unpacking game that's blowing up the oh. Internet. Um, it really is we'll blowing up the internet. Yeah, we'll talk about that next time. I am very excited to hear about it. Maybe I'll even play it myself. Probably won't have time. Don't know. We'll, we'll see. It's magical. You should absolutely play it. It'll make okay. your ADHD brain go brr. I don't know if that's... Is that a good thing? That's a good thing. Oh, that's a good thing. Okay, good. Oh, all those serotonin hits where you're just like, oh, it feels good to put that there. Oh, I love that for me. Oh, I, oh okay. Okay. All right. Oh. Okay. So, all right. Let's... Let's just get right down to business. Let's do holiday, it. It's holiday gift guide time. It is holiday um, gift guide time. So what we did this year is um, we divided our holiday gift guide uh, into four parts. Um, we have one for each console. Um, mm -hmm. And then I have another one. And this is one I, I don't know. I don't know any other sites that like make a big deal out of this the whole idea of talking about the premium subscription services. Um, yeah. And I think well, it's of, awesome though. Of all the years, <laughs> this is probably one of those. And so I'm just going to talk about that one first. Cause we don't need to really get into it is um, we've all seen like the web comic, or at least I have of the, um, the kid who his grandma always bought him Nintendo power. And yeah, eventually and so and then eventually and it was he loved it and eventually nintendo power went out of business and then so she like made him one because you know or, or whatever but like because of course because of course she did but like it was it was probably one of those things where maybe they had been coming in the mail and he wasn't looking at it, but like the idea of being the person that just keeps someone supplied with what it what ultimately ends up being a really cool and largely necessary kind of like a practical gaming gift I know it sounds kind of weird. Thank you for the host, Catalogic. Um, so I talk a lot about the premium subscription services, and I am going to link them in the chat. Um, and Thank I think you. if you are that uncle, that aunt, that godmother, godfather, that kind of thing, and you got a kid, and you don't know what games they play, um, and you don't know what they like, this is the it fit, it'll always fit gift. And I... Um, my kids get, you know, they, they got uh, EA Access last year from a, one of my family yep. friends, and they loved it. And it was inexpensive, and 
they got a whole bunch of games throughout the year and you don't have to figure out, do they like FIFA or do they like Madden? Cause they get to play a little bit of both and they get whatever. So um, the trick here literally is find out what console they play. That's it. Then you buy you there. There are gift cards all over the place for all of these things. Um, and even if they have a current active subscription, they can just tack this on to the end. Um, and they absolutely have physical cards. So if you're one of those persons, that's like, I want to give them something to open. I totally agree with that. Stack that thing to a piece of movie theater candy, rock Mm. it right out. Um, listen, if I got a a year of PlayStation plus or six months of PlayStation plus and some Reese's pieces, that would have made my day when I was a kid. So, um, the, yes, I call them Reese's Pieces. I don't know if you gave me a look because you liked the idea no. or because you were judging the way I pronounce it. No, I it. love, no, I love it. Um, I love so, it. So that is. I love cute things. You know this. That's fair. So that is my pitch for the, uh, for premium gaming services. As long as I'm you know what console it. they're playing, 100%, it's all in and it's great. Um, yeah. And if you need some sub- descriptions, you can go in there. We describe them for you. Heck yeah. Um, that's the easy one. Um, yes. Amanda. Yes. Do you want to do PlayStation, Nintendo, or Xbox first? You get to choose. Ooh. Choose your own could, adventure. I think we should leave the 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 most kid friendly for last. We yep. should leave Nintendo for last. Sure. Um. Two. Oh heck, let's dive in with Xbox because sure. Xbox is usually not super kid friendly. You know what? We this did kind of okay this year. We did kind of okay this year. We did kind of okay. We did kind of okay. So here is how I, uh, here's how we did this. Because a lot of the value for people who have Xbox is Game Pass. Oh, heck Right? So my number one recommendation is if you know that you're, you know, if if you're buying for your family. Get Game Pass. Just get Game Pass. It's if you, um, if you, and so. Uh, what we did is we kind of made some suggestions for games that are not on Game Pass that are available for Xbox that are pretty cool. Um, and then we highlighted some of the games that are available on Game Pass that would be like, listen, if you want to just have something downloaded to rock and roll on on that day. Let's go. Um, so he, I'm going to start with the two games because we had two that are not on Game Pass that I think are really cool and things that are worth thinking about. Um, okay. The first one... Is Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2. Did you know that came out yes. this year? Yes. Well, remember that came out this year. See it. Well, you have the skateboard in the back. See it. I have the skateboard deck behind me that I got for Xbox. Yeah. So, um, this is that's where I play Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Yeah. So, this is one of those um it's not on Game Pass. It's probably not yeah. going to. And this is one yeah. of those games that is um there's a lot of game in here. For not a lot of money. Um, and it is, and what I really like about it is that it's not a game that you're gonna play and finish in an hour. This is a skill-based no. game. It's a score chase game. It's more arcade-like than than it's not. And while I was never the biggest Tony Hawk guy, I was not um I am cursed with bad buttons, which means Aww. I hit I, I am very bad at hitting combinations and stuff, which makes you wonder why do you like fighting games, Nidus. Steve? Um, you know, that's I, a really good question. Um, and I'm really looking forward to unpacking that with you in the future. Yeah, when when they announce Street Fighter Six, we'll talk all about that's it. Over. Um, it's over for everybody at that point. Um, man, can can they not? Can they give me Street Fighter Six next year? Can they? Can, that's all I want. 
If they give me Street Fighter Six in 2022, I'm going to be very they're happy. Too, anyway. They're too busy making uh, making other games these days. No, they got a lot of remasters busy. to get through. They're very busy making Resident Evil games is what they're doing. Um, I'm here for it. Yeah, I know. Not me, though. Anyway, so Tony Hawk, you love it. Have always oh. loved it. Um, always. And I Huge wonder, Tony Hawk fan. I recommended this because there are a lot of parents who loved Tony Hawk back in the day. And this is the first two with the music, with some oh, with modern yeah. graphics, with and so this is Tony Hawk as you remember. And modern customization. And modern too. stuff too. Yeah, absolutely. This is yeah, Tony Hawk great. as you remember it, not what it mm-hmm. was. Because old exactly. Tony Hawk is old. But this is they fixed it. They took the time, this is they gave old, it love and care. But new. Yes. So that is one thing. Um the next one, um, and this is I specifically included this at my son, at the request of my children. So you probably know where this is going. And that is uh-huh. Nickelodeon All-Star All Star Brawl. Now, I know that you've put your hands on the sticks on this, and this was not your favorite game of the year. It was not. But, and it, it's not mine either, for the record. However, here's the thing. There's one thing that Xbox does not have, and that is stupid party fighting games. Yes. So... If you well, are play Gang Beasts, I guess. I mean, but Gang Beasts is on Game Pass, so yeah. You know, well, that's like true. Yeah, uh, but Gang Beasts does not have SpongeBob in it, and so the the this is a game that a is uh, that is a, attempting to um, kind of bring in like that Nickelodeon nostalgia that hits a bunch of different generations, and that's kind of right. cool. So um, it is not Smash Brothers. And I will never make that claim. Smash Brothers is immaculate. Largely because the lead developer on it like practically killed himself to try and get that game made. Um, he needs a be- he needs a vacation on a beach for a year. He has um, earned it. Yes. And then oh, I-, I want him to take two years off at a beach. I want him, I want to see pictures of him like throwing trophies over rivers. I want to see him like I just I want him to have a victory lap. That is, oh, absolutely. I want him, but he won't because Take he's... all the naps. He won't because he, that's just who machine. he is. But I need him, I want him to take at least, like, get on a boat and go around the earth three times. And then we'll, and then we'll talk. And then know? we'll have a conversation. Just drink and play cards for three years, you know? Um, eat good food, you know? Um, I don't care. Solid gold tacos for all I care on Taco Tuesday. Just do whatever. But Nickelodeon Arsenal Brawl teeth, is not um, it is not Smash. However, this is a game that emulates a lot of the Smashes, uh, te- you know, from on the technical side, and also it does have a w- huge variety of characters from Rugrats to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Avatar: The Last Airbender. So it is something that is worth taking a look at. Um, I would just caution you if they are smash aficionados, they probably will turn their nose up at it, but everybody else, they're just going to love being SpongeBob and kicking their friends off of cliffs um, in a family friendly way. Um, The games on game pass though Mm. are really where this shines. And I'm just going to fire through a handful of them. Uh, Amanda, tell me. So Forza horizon five is on. Never heard of it. I, Um, I don't know what game that is by Christmas. It will also have a little game called Halo Infinite. Burr. Burr. Halo Infinite. It's going to go burr. Um, <laughs> another game that I think that is on Xbox Game Pass right now that I think a lot of kids are going to be very happy to tear into 
is Marvel's Avengers. Now, they got new updates coming. They got new updates. There's new stuff. Except all you, no Spider-Man. The only thing you can't have is Spidey because Spidey is the is is Sony's, exclusive. Yes, but you get the Black Panther. You get all the Hawkeye DLC. Oh, yeah, and you get a lot of like a year's worth of updates on this game. Yeah. Um, a lot at of no extra charge. Into that game. Yeah, so, it's huge. Um, so I, I put that in there. When we were doing it, project manager John Robel, by the way, I have a young child bouncing behind me. Hi. Hi. Are you okay? Hi, Maggie. Yeah. Are you okay? Yeah. Do you need anything? She just needs hugs, Dad. You wanted a hug? Okay, hugs. She just wants hugs. Okay, go draw me something. Um, nice. So it is... Um, I put it on there, and John Robel, uh, captain of the EFG E3 expansion team, uh, was like, but this game came out last year. This is normally what we do. And I was like, yes, but it's new on Game Pass, so we're going to put it there. Correct. Um, lastly is Mighty Goose. Talk to me about Mighty Goose. Mighty Goose is Metal Slug, only your goose driving a tank. That's it. Mic drop. It's Metal Slug, but you're a goose driving a tank. Um, I like to think in my head canon that this is the sequel to Untitled Goose Game. He's drafted into the United States military and has to fight uh, like some terrorist organization, a la G.I. Joe, but he's a goose. Um, so the the write-up specifically says, longtime EFG fans know that we love games with a little bit of absurdity in them. I like absurd games, and Mighty 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 Goose is a game where you are a t- you play as a tank, driven by a goose, and you fight giant robot stuff. Dude, I'm it's, I'm catching exactly none of this. You are you so you are like robot mode for me right now. <laughs> you just, none of this, none of that impresses you. Do you not like Metal Slug? Do you know what I'm talking about when I say Metal Slug? Oh, you can't hear me. Okay, hold on. Hold on, everybody. I'm just going to sit here and be cute for a moment. Steve? I'm here. Is you back? Can you hear me? I can or am hear I still you. a robot? Still kind of sound like a robot, so I'm gonna come. I'm gonna come right back. Okay. Technical support theater. Okay. Okay. Can you hear me now? Back. Yes. Can you hear me now? Yes. Okay. Do I still sound like Soundwave? No, but you okay. definitely sounded like Soundwave before. <laughs> um, that's like a dream of so many men, approximately my age. Oh, I'm gonna do the robot. <laughs> I'm like that guy. I well, I I'm not even gonna make that joke because I can't anymore. Uh, he ruined it. Um, um. I'll, t- I'll tell you off air. So tell, um, you'll tell me later. I'll tell you off air. So uh, Mighty Goose, it's Metal Slug, but you're a goose. What? 
Really? It's metal slug, but you're a goose driving a that. tank. Yeah, well, what? you can't. I love metal guess slug. What? You have it. It's on Game Pass. Um, I'm going to download it right now. You are. You know what it strikes me as? This is gonna. This is gonna be Tell a me. deep cut. You remember that game from uh, Game Freak, Temba, the Badass Elephant? Vaguely. It strikes me as very similar to that. Huh. Um. So it is. Sure. It's very straightforward. It is. Uh. It's a side-scrolling action shooter, a la Metal. It's really more like Metal Slug than anything else. I don't want to call excited. it like Mega Metal Man Slug. Or yeah, it's very metal slug. Very, I'm down. Um, and you're a tank driven by a goose. Um, and it is stupid. It sounds in all the best ridiculous. ways. Um, and it's on Game Pass. Here's the thing I like about this one is if you are if you wake up, the Xbox has been opened or whatever, the Game Pass has been purchased, and you're like, wow, I need something to play. And you forgot to install stuff ahead of time. And you're like, wow, I need something to play while we wait for Forza to download for seven hours. Just downloaded it. Grab grab this one because it's going to be cheap and small. Uh, Not cheap. Well, it's Game Pass. It's zero dollars. But it'll be very small, fast to download. And you can play it past controller and have a wild time. And even if you never play it again, it's cool just for that little, you know, warm up. So... Sounds That's utterly ridiculous. I'm goose. in. Yeah, absolutely. I, I Let's knew, do it. I knew you were going to be in. Oh, totally. So um, next you know is PlayStation. Me. Yes. PlayStation also had a pretty good year. They did, but they often do. Yeah. The this two is... biggies on here, though. Like, you're a Ratchet and Clank person. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I was, like, and we both played Kana. Mm-hmm. So, tell me yeah. about Ratchet and Clank, though. Like, why why is it a must buy for PlayStation? Uh, I mean, because it's, uh, I think it's the best looking game on that console right now, and it's not close. Um, this is one of those like if if you are, I mean, obviously with both the Xbox, it's a little bit different with the Xbox because everything plays on everything. So if you have an older yeah. Xbox, you can still play a lot of these games. If it, Supply chain issues aside, if you either have a PlayStation 5 or are able to get your hands on one, um, you want a game that's going to make you lose your mind when you put it up on that television. You know what I mean? A literal killer app. You want something. And, I mean, Kana is beautiful. I've played it too. Kana is beautiful. unbelievably beautiful. But Ratchet and Clank is just a little bit different. And I think part of it is like some of the levels just have so much more stuff going on in the background that it just really, uh, it's just, it's just so amazing. And there's just so many things moving and so many just sparkle explosions in insanity. Um, so I put ratchet and clank on there outside of the fact that it is a fun family friendly shooter which already puts it like into it lives in the B tier even when it's bad. But this one is so good and it is so gorgeous that it put it right up to the top. Um, it is absolutely an I mean, I, I could not get like, I, 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 it's hard to make me speechless thinking about Ratchet and Clank. Some of the moments where literally I literally takes your breath away. Yeah. And it's not supposed to. You're not supposed to... Like, you're, when we think about games... Like, if we had sat back 
two years ago. And then, and you were like, Steve, tell me what game you think is going to blow you away first for the PlayStation, for mm-hmm. the PS5. I wouldn't have predicted Ratchet & Clank. I would have figured it would have been like a B-tier budget game that they just kind of crapped out. And no, it does everything right. Um, it is amazing. I wouldn't have predicted Kena either. I wouldn't have predicted like some indie, some indie game from guys sure. who made cartoons before either. So like this whole year has been weird, right? I would have yeah, said absolutely. like The Last of Us or God of War or any of that. And sure, I'm sure they'll blow us away when they come out. But like the reality is right now in this moment, these two games, Ratchet and Clank and Kena, are the most beautiful games on that system. And it's not close. And I mean, to be fair, they're exclusive. <laughs> so that probably helps. But yeah, so Ratchet yeah, and Clank. Yeah, Kena's a... Kane is a console exclusive, but it's also on the Epic Games. Yeah, store. yeah, it's a console exclusive. Um, so, um, also the weapons in Ratchet and Clank are so cool. There's a weapon that summons objects from other PlayStation games and just drops them on enemies. That sounds like Astro's Playroom, and I'm here for it. Like you can summon Drake's Jeep. What? From Uncharted? Yep. Well, <laughs> it's just a, it's a weapon you unlock at the end of the game. It's so stupid. Does. It is so dumb. And um, I love it. I love every second of that. So those are the two absolute big ones. For me, if you have a PlayStation and one of those two games is not quote unquote under the tree, um, uh, I'm questioning your priorities. <laughs> Um, on video games. These are one of these two needs to be there. They are amazing. And I think that I think Kana, everyone must play. Yes, I agree. It's a throwback to PlayStation 2 and Xbox 360. Mm-hmm. Um, even original, like maybe original Xbox. Like it just it's got that PlayStation 2 quality to it without being obnoxious. Yeah. And it's gorgeous and wonderful and beautiful. And the and rots are really cute. The rots are super cute. I have a rot up there. Yep. Yeah. It's the little you thing know? on the top of the screen right the underneath guy, my little guy chest. Right here. Yeah. Well, it's not underneath my chest for you guys, but it, it have, would be right here if I was on top. Um, oh, and here's and here's my here's my baby rot. They're you know what they are? They're like minions that don't make noise, which makes them extra cute. They're so adorable. They're absolutely adorable. Them. They've got like, yeah, they, they really are super awesome. I love them so much. So um, the other two games, again, some of this is a little rinsing and repeating, but again, Tony Hawk, I, yeah. I'm, I'm recommending that for everybody on every system that it's available to. I think you get it's a that free upgrade when you're, you get a free upgrade with um, the PlayStation version that you do mm-hmm. not get on the Xbox version. Okay. Or there's a path to upgrade or something like that. Yeah, it's it's there. Um, I would, you know, kind of look into that. And then next is Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl. Again, you can't play Smash on this thing. So mm-hmm. this is the next best alternative. Um, and then lastly, to Nintendo. There's a couple things going on with Nintendo. First one, they have three consoles this year. Yeah. Making things complicated for the first time. So I, and I'll put this in the chat, um, I did the quickest and dirtiest guide to the differences between those three um, with very simple recommendations. This is not meant to be, I'm not doing a 
you know, like not a, definitive. This is not a popular mechanics like tech breakdown. This is mm-hmm. literally this is the thing, and this is what you do with it, and this is what my recommendations are. Um, lots of parents have found it useful. I've gotten a lot of comments from folks saying that this is basically what they needed. They just needed to right. see a picture of the thing and <laughs> of the basic guidance. Um, but Amanda, yeah, what do you what what are I mean? You know the three models. I do. Um, what are your do you have opinions, recommendations on what you think people should be looking for? Well, I think it depends on use case, right? Yep. It comes down to what you're going to use it for. If it's just for one person in your family, if it's just for a kid, or if it's for your spouse or for yourself, and you have no plans of playing it on a television, the Switch Lite is great. It's very lightweight. It doesn't have the HD rumble um, that the original Joy-Cons have, like on the original Nintendo Switch and on the OLED. But if you are just looking for something really simple, very entry level, the Switch is fan. The Switch Lite is really fantastic for that. I agree a thousand percent. This is what I've been telling people when they ask me, uh, especially if they are people who, um, you know, they they went through this with like the Wii U and the the 3DS and stuff like that. Yeah. It's like, listen, um, any situation where you would have recommended a DS, a 3DS, or a Game Boy, the mm-hmm. Switch Lite, that's what this is for. This is for yeah. if you would have just bought them a 3DS because you wanted them to play Pokemon, you buy them a Switch Lite so they can play Pokemon. Um, and that exactly. is the that is the equivalent. Um, and a lot of folks have been really happy with that advice. And so I think that is just kind of like sit sit with that. If it's a situation where you would have bought them a Game Boy, that, that this is a Game Boy. Really? Yeah. Um, that is, and, it's pretty much what it is. Is that is the Game Boy? And they come in for such a single cool, human. They come in a whole bunch of different colors, and admittedly, might be hard to find them. But even if you get them, uh, even if you get in the wrong color, tons of companies making wraps and decals and all sorts of stuff. You can Absolutely. customize these things, and that's one of the things I like about the lights is um, it is easier to customize them or put them in cool like cases because you don't have to take yeah. Joy Cons off. So um, yeah. if you're one of those families that you really are going to want to get like a Nerf case or like an OtterBox style case for that, get, it's way easier to do that for that than it is for yeah. than it, the, for the original Switch. Nintendo. Yeah. So you're, you are going to have a hard time finding any Nintendo Switches this, this holiday yeah, that season, is true. period. Like, if, but if, if you, you see if, one, if you see it. one for sure, Target usually has pretty decent amounts of Switches as does uh, Best Buy. Mm-hmm. But Amazon has none yeah. right now. I just checked uh, on their website to see if they had any Switch lights. They don't. So um, you're I better was... off going in person yeah. to go and talk to representatives and sales associates with your local Best Buy, with your local Target. Walmart's also a good option. Costco. Yep. But yep. we've talked about this on the show before. Get everything you can in person because yep. shipping's a nightmare right now. Yeah, I mean, obviously, assuming you feel safe and things like that. I mean, oh, of course. But mask up. Um, well, I I throw that out there because again, you know, at the same time, it's like we're you know, we we are uh, these are luxury electronics. But yeah, you are right. Um, I was in a Target just the other day, um, and they had switches there. Yeah. Um, I was in Target today, and I saw switches. There weren't there weren't a million of them, but it, there weren't people fighting over them either. And I think there that's was three or change. four. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Which is, I mean, that's the appropriate number. 
Um, it's just that's going to be less and less as we move forward in the holidays. So um, yeah. the, the real the, the other question that I get is the OG Switch versus the uh, Switch OLED edition. Okay. Really comes and so I, I want to hear your thoughts on this. I have my own opinions. Okay. Yeah. So what are your thoughts? So I'm the only one that actually didn't upgrade um, in our household. Uh, James and Mike both upgraded to the OLED edition uh, because they had been rolling with switches, the same switches since 2017. Yeah. So it had been like four years and the natural life cycle of most pieces of technology is about four years. Yeah. So it was time. It was absolutely time for them to upgrade. But I actually got my new Switch uh, last year when Animal Crossing came out because I got the Animal Crossing Switch. So yeah. I didn't need a new one at yeah. all. So if it is if it is going to be a family console and this is... And you anticipate using it more on a television than you would on on handheld... Um, going ahead and, and you don't necessarily care about, you know, resolution or anything like that in handheld mode. I don't know, man. Like I, I would go with the original. The original is a little bit cheaper. Me too. Um, the switch OLED edition is really like, if you know that you are going to be commuting and it's going to be a true hybrid system for you, or the OLED is a yeah. Yeah, I mean like get get the OLED edition. That's going to be really great for you. It's going to have a better battery life. You know, and it's it's just going to be a better a better switch if it's going to be a true hybrid. But if it's just going to be for television use for the most part or just kind of like bumming around the house, just get the original. And the mm -hmm. Animal the Animal Crossing Switch is beautiful. It's absolutely and beautiful. And it's it's still available. It's still available. They made um, a number of them. I was yep. really scared that when I got mine, I was just like, oh man, it's probably like the last one in existence. Should, should I open this? I remember you saying yeah. like, I almost felt bad I, that you said you almost felt bad opening it. Um, I did. Cause I was just um, like, do I, do I open this? Do I use it? And, and the answer glad, is yes. And the answer is yes. I'm glad that you did. Um, my, uh, so your thoughts on that, the idea of if it's a handheld versus a home console, I think that that's spot on spot on yeah. is if you're really just going to play it like a Nintendo, then buy the original one, save your 50 bucks. There's a yeah. bundle right now. That's, that's For Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Um, if you can grab Which that one. Which is stellar. Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, arguably one of the best video games of all time. I'll never fight that. Agreed. Um, and no, no, is, I agree. Yeah, so it is. Oh, it's man. incredible. I, it makes me, every time I talk about it, it makes me want to go play it again. Um, and, um, save yourself 50 bucks, grab that bundle or whatever. Um, the, uh, the other piece to this, and you talked to, and it, your family kind of went through this and y'all made the decision is I view the OLED as a replacement, not an upgrade. Yeah. And a lot of people on the internet are kind of disappointed. And so you might, if your game's adjacent and you have more hardcore gaming friends on Facebook, you might hear people like kind of complaining that they wanted Nintendo to do like a bigger upgrade, like a PlayStation 4 Pro, like when they did that. This is, sure. that's not really what the OLED edition is. The OLED nope. edition is really a new skew to take advantage of some new tech. They probably got a, a, a really great deal on some new parts and some new techniques. And they figured out that they could make this new thing. Yeah. Um, 
which is what they because do I'm and sure have that always they done. want to be doing I'm sure that they want to be doing something bigger. Yeah. I would imagine they would. But manufacturing being what it is, especially with microchips, yeah. like everybody's kind of got to adapt and do what they need to do. There yeah. there's no way around it at this yeah. point, you know. Absolutely. Steve was Steve was joking about, you know, be there there being uh ships in Los Angeles, but like that's legit. Like that's the real deal. Yeah. And we've talked about it on this show before where it is a legitimate crisis not just with manufacturing but with shipping and labor. Yeah, it's so crazy. It's it's a wild time out there. Yeah. So, I think that is the if you are a family that bought a Switch on launch day or maybe got it that first Christmas, um and maybe it's one. maybe it's chipped or maybe there's a scratch on the screen or maybe, you know, whatever. You know what? It the o, the OLED is it, it is without question a nicer machine. Get you um, a swold. Yeah, a swold, the switch OLED. So um it is a nicer machine. Um so anyway, so that is uh so that is the Nintendo console situation. Um let's talk about the games. Because that's really Oh my gosh, Nintendo let's talk with. about the games. And this year, man, Nintendo mm. will never Nintendo will really never disappoint us. Um no. so kinda he, focusing on games that came out this year. Yes. Which was supposed to be a down year, by the way. Yes. Um, would you believe that Pokemon Snap came out this year? No. Yeah, that came out in April. It's wild. I love not it twenty so years much. ago. Not twenty it years ago. It feels like it came out twenty years ago. Um, oh wait, po- the original came out twenty yeah, that, years ago. Exactly. Hey. That's what's so wild about this is that so new Pokemon Snap that came out earlier on this year. Yep. Um, and that is great game. You, Tons of great fun. Great game. Your Pokemon fan. Absolutely got to love it. Honestly, um, even if you're not a Pokemon fan true, and you true. just like super chill taking photos of cute little monsters on rails, like you don't have to do anything. You just kind of got to like zoom around and take mm-hmm. pictures. It's excellent. Pokemon Snap is one of those games that is, you're right. It's great for non-Pokemon fans, but it's also great for Pokemon fans that aren't into role-playing games. Um, totally. Because the reality yes. is there is a disconnect where there's a lot of people, and I've met many of them, um, who are like, I love the Pokemon anime. I love, you know, the idea of the Pokemon card game. Go. I don't play it. I like Pokemon Go. And then when they try and play the Pokemon games, they're just a little bit too crunchy for them. Because it's the it is the pretty day, crunchy. They're role-playing games. And sure, they're easy. They're not hard. You know, we're not playing freaking Shimming Abe Tensei or whatever. But, like, they're not simple games right but we're not because it's a family gaming show okay, okay i'm sorry i'm sorry it's not. but listen um, shimigami densei five though folks but that's that's for the grown-ups are we doing that's EFG after, dark. after dark later um honestly so, we should have an after dark we, we should, should have an after dark stream we'll, at some point we'll talk about we'll talk about that maybe we'll do a quarterly episode uh where we just talk about grown-up stuff um, I don't want to put too much on your plate. I try very hard not to. Um, next, I want to talk about freaking Metopia. Okay, Metopia is criminally right? underrated. Metopia is a stupid role playing game. Brilliant. My pa- brilliant. Where, where you create your party out of me's. Let me tell you who my party was. Okay, tell my me. party was Shaquille O'Neal, Charles Perfect. Barkley, Weird Amazing. Al Yankovic, Amazing, and Shovel Knight. Okay, that was my party. A more perfect party could not be constructed. Um, and the villain was obviously the general. Um, and I mean that, um, I mean that with like respect and love. Um, but the villain was the general. Oh, we love and, the general. And 
so Metopia is um, it is a it's an RPG. Uh, <laughs> Gatologic saying SMT, you summoned me. No, we did not summon you. Um, but he does like him some Shimigami Tensei. I've heard of these things. Um, you guys can talk about that in the chat while I cover cover other stuff. So uh, Metopia is criminally underrated. It's so and good. I haven't is, played the Switch version version yet, but I loved the DS version, the 3DS oh version. Oh man, the Switch version it's is so great. amazing. It's great. It's fun. There's a lot to it, and there's a there's a lot of game there for not a lot of uh, for not a lot. Also, and it's funny. Um, it's also very funny, and also it do, it does not suffer from the same thing as most other first party Nintendo games in that you can get it pretty inexpensively. Uh, right this now, for true. example, on Amazon, it's less it's less than forty five dollars. Uh, speaking yes. of role playing games on the Nintendo Switch, I uh, I would be remiss if I didn't talk about Bravely Default two that also came out this year. Shockingly fantastic! Mm-hmm. I did not like the second installment in the Bravely series. Like I didn't like it at all. I'm really enjoying Bravely Default too. Yeah, Bravely it's, Default it's, too. It's quite good. Do you want uh, to take advantage of the whole like send your dudes off on missions while your switch is like kind of on and off to the side thing? Not I really. Like, I kind of dig like, it because it reminds me of mobile games. Well, really, it reminds me of the Adventure Table. In I mobile mean, you could do you could kind of do that in the first game as well. Yeah, they had like that town, which was cool. Thing. Yeah, exactly, and like that was neat. Yeah. But I haven't spent enough time with it to like give a give a full impression of the game. It is just it's lovely though. The music mm-hmm. is beautiful, the art is beautiful, the gameplay has vastly improved. Yep. Not only over the second game, but over the first especially. It's um, just a yeah. very accessible series. It honestly is. Absolutely is. Um 100% 100% less uh inappropriately pervy characters uh from the first game also. Um my wife very much the general uh, loves her some bravely hates that character so uh, i understand here. so yeah it was just like ooh. um this game is very no uh, box show me yeah no box show me no uh tell me that your game was made in japan without telling me your game was made in japan um speaking of games made in japan but that have zero pervy characters in them mario party superstars who honestly the perfect mario party game uh, yeah, you know, you know who's a huge fan of this one is Jeff Walker from the Frozen North. Ooh, uh, he, that. When he found out that I did not have this game, uh, I was thoroughly uh, admonished. Were you lambasted? Lamb- I was lambasted. I was, uh, I was, I was run up the mast and back down again. He was not pleased because this Wasted is a really good petard. game. Yep, exactly. It's amazing. See, it's is- unbelievably perfect. I have played it so much with the kids. I get my ass kicked every time because they steal my stars, the little jerks. Do they gang up on you? They do. They, they love me. And they, they they love me, but they're just like, no, mama, you're too good at video games. We have to take you down. And I'm just like, what? I mean. Damn kids. To be fair, I would join them because I'm, I know because I am afraid. Um, I, but I would do it in subtle ways because you know me. When you think of me, you think subtle. Um. I am a subtle like devastator. Um, You're subtle so, like a hit to the head with a baseball bat. It's true. That's how I roll. Um, speaking like of that. other, speaking of other Super Mario things, we're segueing again. Um, would you believe Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury also came out this year? Was um, that this year? Really? Yeah, it was. It was the very I beginning that was of this last year. year. No, and mm. so and here's the thing: the quiet thing to this is Bowser's Fury, which is. 
a whole new Mario game. It's just short. It's a whole new Mario game. It's an open world Super Mario game. Fully wow. open world, fully explorative. It's just, it's a whole new game. So, um, this is one, everybody got to keep your eyes out on this one. Um, because okay. I think, I think this is me. Um, I think they're telling us something. I think quietly, that's a demo. It's not like a real demo. You know what I mean? Is but that like, like when Firaxis put out Chimera Squad and they're like, keep an eye on this place. And then they announced Midnight Suns? Yes. Like that? Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Uh, because Nintendo is known for like, they prototype constantly, aggressively. Oh, for sure. Um, and I this feels like a prototype that they felt so good about that they finished part of it in a little scaled thing. This feels like a test to me. This feels like, can we yeah. do this? And they did it. And um, so I would not be surprised if sometime down the road, by the end of the Switch's life cycle, we get a proper open world Super Mario game. There's no way they, I mean, they could, because it's right there. They just need to make it bigger. Fair. Um, if Bowser's Fury ends up being the uh, Assassin's Creed 1, to some other Bowser Fury 2, I would not be surprised, and I would love every second of it. Lastly, I love that for you. Lastly, Amanda, and oh, by by, jump in and tell me if you think I'm missing anything. But I can't. You can't recommend. We can't as a family gaming website make a family gaming list and not talk about a Pokemon game. Not a thing. Um, it's so like, we can't I talk about Arceus yet because that doesn't come out till January. Come on, until January. So I guess we're going to have to quote unquote settle for talking about the remakes, Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl, which, which are, look incredible, which look absolutely incredible. Um, we are absolutely stoked. Uh, we have the, we have the twin pack coming in. Oh yeah, we do too. Um, you know, what's really interesting is that this is the first Pokemon game where my kids don't really have, nobody has like decided what they want, which one they want to play. Um, I'm going to play whichever one Vivi doesn't want to play. I mean, that makes sense. But here's what's interesting is it's not the, the save data is not on the cart. The save data is on your profile. So technically you could play them both at once and it wouldn't matter. Um, so it's a That's little true. different now. It's a little different now. So um, these are remakes of Diamond and Pearl, which were on the DS. Um, they are retaining, I think, I, what, I, what it feels like to me, and tell me if you think it's wrong, they're retaining a lot of the design intention from the original game with like chibi mm -hmm. characters on a largely blocky world. But when they go into combat, it looks like sword and shield. Yeah. And yeah, that's, what that's it awesome. Like to me. That yeah, sounds great that's all to I me. Want. Um, with the character customization and the, it's, it's just, this is going to be a, a wild ride. So if you have kids that want, that like Pokemon, you already knew about this game. They already told you about it three months ago. They've been telling you about yeah. it every other day, but um, if you needed a reminder, there's a new Pokemon game this year, and I know it's that it's technically a remake. In the Pokemon universe, this is as this is a new game. Um, it is especially since for a lot of our kids, they weren't around or weren't playing games when this no. came out. You know, technically, I actually did not play this. I did not play the originals. I I, I did not start playing Pokemon games. Like, I played Pokemon Snap because it was on... Uh, N64. It was on the N64. Yep. And I loved it. And... I think outside of that, though, like, I don't know, man. I don't... Like, X and Y were yeah, the big ones for me. 
because those came out on the DS and I, I loved them. I devoured them. I was just so excited because again, I didn't have a Game Boy. So it was just one of those things, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So um, that's it. Those are our game recommendations. Do you think I missed anything, Amanda? I don't think so. I mean, at least not yet. I, I, th I think that there are a number of indie games that are particularly excellent that are going to be coming out this year and that have come out this year that are worth taking a look at. Um, but there, it's such an extensive list. Like we couldn't go into it. <laughs> There's too many games for me to personally recommend, but like hit um, me up on Twitter and I'll tell you. Yeah, absolutely. So that is, that's us. We did that's it. it. We did it. So, um, everybody, this is not our last show of the week. Um, no. I have another one tomorrow. It's the EFG Heck show yeah, with, Jeff Wa with uh, Jeff Walker of the Frozen North. Um, we had, uh, so th we, 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 this has been a busy week. Today there was a, a new, uh, from Thunderful, giving us a presentation where they announced a whole bunch of games. Um, that was incredible. I have to uh, get caught up on that. Um, yeah, it was very cool. Mark Hamill was on it, and it was very weird. Uh, but it was very interesting how they all did it. It was very cool. Um, and so we're going to talk all about that tomorrow. Uh, we got a new Steam World game that got announced, so obviously that's going to be a big deal for me. Um, and also, uh, tomorrow's a WoW developer update, so I'm probably going to talk about that a little bit, and all sorts of other shenanigans, chicanery, etc. And then I will be back next week uh, for more World of Warcraft. I took this Monday off because I streamed World of Warcraft for almost 12 hours on Saturday. I needed a break. That's understandable. So, everybody, uh, you have yourself a wonderful day. We will see you soon. And until next time, don't forget to get your family game on. We'll see y'all soon. Bye. Bye. Music for the Engaged Family Gaming Podcast is Android Sock Hop by Kevin McLeod, an audio production by Six Pack Nerds Productions.